Hello, welcome back to episode 9.1 of Drive for Show Bet for Doe Masters Special. We told you that we were going to be coming at you with loads of bonus episodes this week with the Masters. It's currently 5 to 11 in the UK, and we've just finished up watching the coverage of round one of the Masters, which was very, 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 very exciting for us. I'm joined by my fellow co-host Toby, of course, who's extremely excited. If you listen to it, if you listen to the Masters episode this week, you will know why. Um, how's it going, Toby? How you doing? I'm good. I've got a montage of Casey on the on in the background. <laughs> a Shot. montage. Well, I'm showing is the recap of his day. Still, I've just got it on mute. Okay. Nice, nice. And straight off the bat, right, so yeah, you're all good, you're fantastic, because Casey's flying. We're also joined by another special guest, future potential Olympic athlete and fr- good friend of the show, good supporter of the show. We have uh, Mr. Jack Rowe on the podcast today. How are you doing, Jack? How are you? How's it going? Very well, very well. Well, I've uh, listened to the first few weeks and I found it funny, so uh, I thought I'd jump on. Excited to be here. Jump on for the big one. Jump on for yeah. the Masters. Exactly. I only come for the big dogs. <laughs> it's got. It's got to be done, hasn't it? It's got to be done right. So, you um, before you you've made a few picks this week. Obviously, yeah. everyone yeah, makes. I did. I was always asking you guys like through it whether you actually backed your picks, and I was like, well, if I truly believe in my picks, then I should stick a fiver on them. Yeah, not normally a gambler. You're not not a degenerate gambler gambler like me and Toby are, but um. No, no, because I normally always lose, so I, I don't have too much, too much like premise on these two. Um, but yeah, I did stick. <laughs> I stuck three bets on uh, my. Did you do one uh, thirty to one? Your best odds? Do you allowed? Yeah, did well. Ours are both over, but you know this isn't this isn't you know a normal drive show bets episode. Yeah. So we'll let you off wherever you've gone. But um, before before you reveal your picks, I just want to chat to you about. Um, Shambeau because we were messaging the other day and yeah, I had high hopes you had high hopes and you said that you well your words not mine you said he was going to be four up five under through the first three you said he was going to birdie one he was yeah. going to eagle two and then he was going to drive the par four third and eagle three <laughs> my plans were completely derailed when he started on the tenth <laughs> yeah this is this is a fair point <laughs> But yeah, I did. I had high hopes. I believed. Uh, I read something by Nick Faldo, and I just yeah, he buttered me up, and I just 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 bought bit big time. You took the bait, basically. You took I the did. bait hard. I did. Like I've been a bit of a critic with uh, of Deschamps, I'm not. But then watched him uh, at Wingfoot. I was like, actually, he's uh, he's actually quite fun to watch. Yeah, raw. He's actually flying. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, he's got, he's going to go like twenty under at the Masters, and uh, <laughs> seven shots for like the third hole." He still could, mate. He's, he's still, still so in it. It's like, go on, Tim. You you know, give us a give Toby. Give us your your. Let's you know before we go into our picks. Everyone's talking about Bryson. The coverage is Bryson, 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 Bryson. So let's start with Bryson and get him out of the way, and we don't have to talk about him anymore. Well, Toby, I mean. Over it. What was your thoughts? Off, His round. Tees off on the tenth. Just flushed the three wood, mm. and then <laughs> stuck one to about two foot. If he makes that two foot putt, like the Masters is over. Yeah, just I don't think it was. Then. I think I think it was four foot, but yeah, it was oh, a well, short putt. All right, whatever. Um, but then I think that rattled him a bit. He said in his post round press conference, didn't he? It was like thought I was going to make Burley on 10, didn't, and then it got a bit ropey for a while. But, I mean, yeah. he still shot level part of that, fr- that front nine of his, well, back nine for him. Yeah, he got lucky because when he hit it over the back of that green, he then hit a second shot into the water and then yeah. somehow managed to find his ball in the bush. He definitely just played a but- white one. By the way, before he got to that hole, what an absolute worldie of a four he made down eleven. That was yeah. outrageous. Great putt. I thought I didn't think I didn't even think he was gonna find his tee shot. His ball was so far left. Mm. And that was an absolutely ridiculous four. And then after yeah, I thought I thought it was gonna kinda of crack on from there, to be honest. But yeah, he looked rattled down thirteen, didn't he? He didn't look in a 
he didn't look in a good way. But I called it to her. I text Toby when he um, hit that three wood, unreal three wood. I think it carried like three twenty or something silly like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I messaged Toby saying it's done, it's over, he's won. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know why we're watching. It's over. And then and then and then he hit that tee shot on eleven, and I was like, well, that aged quickly. That aged well, didn't it? <laughs> he just hits it so high, like. I know he's been. I think he must have backed off towards the end of the day because he wasn't actually hitting it that much further than some of the guys because there was just no roll. I don't think he was hitting it particularly well today. I don't think he was striking the ball particularly well because he is. Yeah, you know, I think when he hits it badly, he's he that brings him back to <laughs> the same distance as as you know the long PGA normal PGA Tour players. Mm. But yeah, clearly there was definitely clearly something missing with Bryson today. But he's seen two under. He's five. Back. I think that's he's his five. worst his worst round of the week, and he's still in like under. in the top twenty five. If that's his worst round of the week, he wins this week, without a doubt. If that's his worst round, he wins this week for sure. But as if he had the cheek to say earlier in the week that it's a par 67 for him. Yeah. <laughs> did he birdie any of the par fives? Yeah. What par fives did he birdie? He birdied 15. <laughs> and eight. Yeah, I was going to say, he must, he must have birdied a few. He must have birdied a few. Right, okay. Bryson, we might end up talking about him a little bit later. on tomorrow. Big time. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll talk. I'm sure we'll talk about him in tomorrow's episode. But... um. Let's go over to let's talk about Jack's picks. He's revealed what he revealed one of them to me because I think because he was flying so high, he couldn't keep his excitement within himself and uh, not tell me who he had. I didn't want to give um, away and I buckled. He <laughs> buckled, yeah. So let's talk about let's talk about one at a time. So let's go with that one first because I know who that is. So, so you tell one, us. Uh, South African uh, went for Louis Eufsizen. It's a great shot, it's a great call. Can't very go wrong with Major. Yeah, very solid. Always seems to get it right. Actually, you just you asked beforehand about one of my favourite ever Masters moments and him hitting yeah. that albatross on, yes. on the second, floating it down there and like spinning it around the green. I think I watched that yes. a lot, lot well, live but on TV. I think that was probably my Masters moment, seeing that go in. Yeah, that was silly, wasn't it? That was outrageous. Butch spoke. Butch Harmon spoke about that. I want to talk about Butch a little bit later on, but Butch spoke about that on the coverage. He said he was out on the golf course and he said he's never heard like noise travel round Augusta like when that when that albatross, yeah, when that when that golf ball sunk into that hole. He said it was absolutely obscene the amount of noise that was going round. Um, but yeah, that was definitely definitely a pretty cool match. I think they they keep the golf balls of all the albatrosses and they put them in there. I think it's like framed in the clubhouse at Augusta or something like that. that golf ball, oh, so. which is quite cool. Yeah. But yeah, I mean Louis Oosthuizen. I don't think you can go. You can't go to. We to be fair, Toby, we didn't really talk about it much, did we? Didn't really get much of a much of a shoe in. He didn't did get he? much of a look in. What odds did you get him at, Jack? Forty to one. Um, it's a good would have been a great I, option. I did miss. I missed like the beginning of the tournament by about two holes, and so he was he was one under at that point. So that might have helped him a little bit. Um, but yeah, I just feel like yeah. he's, he's solid. He's always there. They, they said today he's always come second at all the majors. He had a second place finish. Yeah, every major. Um, he has. Yeah, he lost in the playoff to Bubba Watson, didn't he? He lost in the playoff when Bubba Watson hit that crazy hook shot out of the trees. Uh, yeah, so I feel like yeah. He's due one, surely. He'll never win yeah. on the PGA Tour, but he no, will feature in every single major he plays in. Yeah, he's a major <laughs> man. He is a major man, isn't he? And he looked really, he looked really good. And he wrote, you know, obviously you were keeping a closer eye on than I was, Jack. Yeah. But he looked to weather a, a storm, a little bit of a storm in the middle of the round because he was flying early on. He looked yeah. really, really solid, was hitting loads of really good golf shots. Then he kind of came a little bit unstuck, didn't he? But he put it back together again at the end and finished four under. So he's very nicely placed. Yeah, he was looking a bit ropey in the middle. I was a little bit worried. I was like, well, there's my five are gone. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, really solid time. Yeah, I'm happy with that pick. I think that's... I think, yeah, I'm happy with that one. The other two are a little bit more... One's really wishy-washy. The other one, yeah, it really depends how he plays. Okay. Nice, right? So Louis, well, he's tied fourth at the moment, so he's well, you know, he's really, really well positioned yeah. among with a bunch of other guys at, at T4 yeah. at the moment. But um, yeah, super solid, right? Who's the ne- who's the next guy? Second pick, I went 
for a, uh, for an England boy. Uh, I watched him play Wentworth, really dug it out uh, on the first two days and finished quite well. Fleetwood, would love to see it happen. Okay, yeah. Would love to see it. So, he's bet on half a man there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Fresh polo today, but that was about as about as good as it got from him today on the course. You thought his polo was fresh? Yeah, it was like old school. I'm not sure Fleetwood's garments from fresh belong in the same sentence, <laughs> to be honest. Okay, so though, but... we, we've established early on in the podcast that whenever Fleetwood wears a cardigan, he plays crap. Yeah, I do we saw that, actually. We we saw the post of him basically showing us, or well, David O'Donnell tagged me in the post of him basically putting a picture on Instagram saying what he was going to wear all week, and every single day he he has a, he's going to be wearing a cardigan. So uh, I don't know. We're in bother then. <laughs> no, he didn't I mean, put it on. He's clearly, he didn't put it on. So he's well. I'm just looking at his scorecard now. He's level par. He's made one birdie and one bogey. So yeah. you know. Nothing spectacular, but you know he's. Well, I'm certainly not out of it. If he comes out early tomorrow, a few early birdies gets himself to two or three under. Yeah. He's wet with a shout. You think, wouldn't, you wouldn't argue with a Tommy Fleetwood win, would you? He's like a sixty-five to one. So I was like, ah, oh, it's reasonable odds. Um, yeah, you got him at better. Like feel like he's due a big, a big performance at some point. Yeah, he was forty. He was forty-five before the tournament. So a couple of holes in gave you a. Gave you a bit of a yeah, bit of an odd twenty. Extra twenty, we'll we'll take that. But yeah, I mean, I wasn't feeling it this week. Yeah, he hasn't. He didn't play. What he he featured in the playoff, didn't he? at the Scottish Open. Yeah, where you heavily backed him in the playoff, and he flopped hard. Against that, no. But he hasn't really. Featured. I think no. he'll I mean, um, he'll win an Open. That'll be the major. He'll win. That'll be. I'm, oh. We wouldn't put past him winning a winning a Masters or winning one of the other ones. So it's not a horrific shout. Not one again. Not one that we particularly talked about uh, on the other podcast. I prefer your Louis Oosthuizen. Well, obviously I do because Louis four under par. Yeah. But I think I would have preferred like pre-tournament. I think I Louis better shout. Yeah. Not going to like my third pick. <laughs> not going to like the third not pick. Like okay. It. This is a fairy tale one. <laughs> no, I love a fairy tale pick. Yeah. For some reason, so he's an Aussie, 125 to 1. He always gets it going day one and day two at the Masters and then just goes walkabout day three and day four. Okay, I know who you're going to pick. I know who it is. Yeah, Mark Leishman. (laughs) (laughs) The guy who shot like 13 over par like two two weeks ago or something like that. Yeah, comes alive in in, uh, Georgia. Two under. He comes alive. He's two under, isn't he? Yeah, I saw him. Eagle on the card. It's actually fun. Yeah, he always plays well day one and day two. So what you got him at one hundred and twenty-five? Did you say? Yeah, one hundred and twenty-five to one. Jeez, I mean, yeah, he's two under par. I mean, if you what what, I mean, if you get him for a place, you know, you're looking at a juicy payout for a place there, really, aren't you? That's... Yeah, the uh, I've I've just got this weird like like memory of like watching the Masters on like and day one. I've I watched it like I don't know three or four times and I swear it's either Fred Couples or him winning on day one and then they go downhill from there on it and I thought I'd back him. Yeah, I, I don't think it's not the worst shout but he's, he, he well, in a typical normal year like last year he was like 40 to one because he does normally play well at the Masters Yeah, but his form is absolutely horrible at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do a form. His best result this year is, <laughs> his best um, result this year is tied 52nd Ah. Which is a struggle, yeah. <laughs> but he's turned off the passes. He's two under. He's tied nineteenth. So who knows? But yeah, some people just like these different tournaments. They just know how to play these golf courses different. If the form doesn't, you know, maybe doesn't cut. And I prefer. I prefer. I would much prefer. Like I said, we said it on the episode, mm-hmm. um, the earlier on episode. I'd much prefer someone who's got a track record round Augusta. Than, and is out of form than someone who's in form and doesn't have a track record for like a, a long odd shot. So, not horrific. So, yeah, I got a fiver on all three of them. So, that's the three. That's, I, I, I think that's a, it's a decent roster. I think, I think Louis definitely going to, Louis definitely going to be a feature over the next few days, whether the other two get themselves in the mix. Yeah. 
We'll see. Toby, thoughts? I think they're all, they're all solid picks. Leishman, I just don't see Leishman winning it. But Oh, no, I, I gave that fiver away. Literally pressed the button and saw it float off. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, he's Hazen for a place, like, 100% now he's in this position. And Fleetwood's mm. still got a lot of golf to play this round. One mm. under. What is he having? And Leishman as well, I mean. Nine. Okay. So he's level par. He's level par. He just needs to come out and make a couple of birdies tomorrow, get himself to two or three under. It's all good. Who are you talking about now? Tommy. He's yeah, one under. He birdied the oh, second under, finish. Oh, ideal then. You're laughing. Oh, yeah, You're okay. Even better. Even be- one or two more. Yeah, one or two more. Get- for, yeah, just hope it stays warm enough so that he keeps him in the bag. Because <laughs> yeah. he didn't. He wasn't wearing it, but there was definitely one in the bag. Which is worrying. <laughs> Definitely worrying. Right. I'm gassed. <laughs> because, well, if you haven't listened to the first episode, go give it a listen anyway. The tournament started, but go listen to it. See what see who our picks are. It'll be, it, it'll be fucking absolutely go, go, go. Because <laughs> they are absolute money. Me and Toby are one and two. Dreamland. In the Masters after 0.75 rounds of the Masters. It's not rounds not completed yet. Justin Thomas is on the absolute march up the leaderboard. So he could get to pay Casey. There's others that could get to Casey as well. But Toby's pick, 55 to 1, paying 11 places on Skybet. 7 under 65. He's leading by two. Take it away, Toby. Just a great round start to finish. He's left shots out there as well. If we're brutally honest, he missed a few short parts. Yeah, everyone leaves shots out there, don't they? So I'm I'm sure. But you liked his team. I was a fan of that and the brown. I thought Nike killed it with the brown. Yeah, that like khaki color, dark green, browny color. They all Mm. look pretty fresh. They do, yeah. But yeah, Casey looked. He was so good, tee to green. I said I wanted a ball striker. Who's gonna make? <laughs> who's gonna gain shots approaching? And he's just Balls been throwing darts. <laughs> he was, wasn't he? He was all over every flat, wasn't he? He was just, he was flat. Yeah, it, it was, it was a real, real, real good performance. Looking at his card now, um, he started on. He's, no, it wasn't. He started on the back nine. So he started birdie, par, par, birdie. It's just a just a real solid round of golf. He eagled the second, stuffed it in on the second to about five feet, didn't he, and hold the putt. And then he's just polished the round off nicely. Didn't birdie, didn't birdie eight. But, you know, he's just, yeah, Toby, Toby was messaging me like, I really want to go and make dinner, but I also you just need to see Paul Casey home before I can fully focus on yeah, cooking. Yeah, he just, that last, like, uh, three-hole stretch, I just wanted him done at seven. Um <laughs> but I do my only way is the course is going to be like that's the easiest they're going to have it isn't it it was like soft as um, anything so if it does if it dries up a bit it's going to get a lot harder a lot quicker so I know it's easy to for you to comment Jack because they've already shot he's already, they've already played half most of their rounds of golf I'm going to ask you anyway whether you like the picks so Paul Casey Jack do you like the pick? <laughs> I think yeah I do like Paul Casey because he always seems to play well in the majors as well he's got a good major pedigree he hasn't like won a huge amount of them but he always seems to shoot like a low round here or there uh, and he's definitely played well at the Masters before um, yeah 100% no, I'm big on I'm big on Paul Casey you pick Webb Simpson as well like- yeah, we, we'll get on to Webb in a minute. But Paul Casey is a Fox Hills boy as well, Jack. Is he? Oh, he's one of the boys. You're also. You're also. We're all three of us are Fox Hills boys. Fantastic. From back in the day. Yeah, no. He's just, he seems to like, he, he's he's kind of like, yeah, just below that level. No, like, he's in that, like, group of players that, like, is about to win one. And they're, just, they're all just kind of, like, waiting for their turn. Yeah, my, my only issue with Casey Toby, and I know, you know, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. I like Casey. I like the pick. I was on the phone to you earlier on and I said, I said, I said to you, Paul Casey and Justin Rose are just 
unbelievable picks this week. They're just and this was before they were doing well. But it was I was just like I was really, really confident. We were bantering back and forth this year. Who was better, Paul Casey or Justin Rose? Obviously, Paul Casey's stolen the march on Justin, although we'll get on to Justin later. It's started very well as well. But we just both really, really, really like those picks. The only thing that you can say with Casey, I think he's great for a place, obviously 11 places. You've got a really good chance for a place, but does he have the minerals to get it done and slip that green jacket on? I'm not sure. Well, I'm not time sure. will tell. But well, yeah, we're not getting too excited yet, <laughs> but ideal first day. Keep him calm. I'll send him a few tweets tonight, just tell him to... Relax, have a nice dinner. It'd be he won't be starting till quite late tomorrow, so just chill out, Paul. Yeah, that, that is our, that is another good important point to make is that you know these guys that have already finished don't have to get up early, don't have to play twenty four holes tomorrow. Mm. I think that's definitely an advantage. And you 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 saw the guys as well that were out there at the moment on soft greens, greens that have been soft all day. They're all got loads of spike marks, all been trampled down. The greens were bobbly. The early guys definitely had the advantage this week. Moving back onto Fox Hills, Jack. Yeah. Speaking about your, very quickly speaking about your golf, you're one of the very few people that I've uh, played golf with that have actually hit themselves with a golf ball, with their own golf ball before. Do you you remember? (laughs) (laughs) So I think it was, I can't remember what hole it was on the part. Is it the sixth or the fifth on long cross? It's a part. Like the hidden. Where you, there's that little post where you ring the bell so people know. Like, yeah, post where you ring And like, I'm 10 yards back of this thing and Matt's like, well, just whatever you do, don't hit the post. <laughs> and I've got my trusty four iron out in the rough and I've just absolutely pinged this thing at this, like, what, two-inch post? <laughs> and he's come back, I think, harder than I've hit it. And like, yeah. <laughs> that really you've done hurt. that. That really hurt. <laughs> All I hear is ping of the golf ball, ping of the post, comes back, thwack on the shins, yeah. and Jack's on the floor, hopping around, like hopping around, and then he's on the floor holding his legs. Oh, it was so funny. That was brilliant. That was brilliant. I, could, yeah, I, like, I couldn't have hit it if I tried. If you told me to aim for the thing, I'd have been miles off. Yeah, it's true. That was, that, was a, that, was, that was a very enjoyable one. I mean, right. Paul Casey and Fox Hills. I'm, I'm rooting for Paul. I, back, I had him... I had him in play at the PGA and he came second. I would love to see him win a major. I hope he does go on to win it if one of my guys don't win it. I would, no, I, I would prefer Paul Casey to win than Webb Simpson, even though I backed Webb Simpson. I'm kind of sad that I didn't back Paul Casey because I do like it. Maybe I'll let our rivalry get in the way of that a little bit. So I see him in a, I see but... Paul in a very similar situation to the PGA where there was a, he's not going to run away with it. Like There's no way. So he'll have to win it on Sunday. He just needs, if he gets there, he'll just need to reach out and grab it. Buckle up. Yeah, he's got to buckle up, isn't he? He's got to put that seatbelt on and ride it out. Do what more of Howard did. Last day, like, playoffs. Huh? Has he been in, like, many last day, like, races? Like, in, in the Yeah, majors? he's been the last major that was, well, the second last major that was played the PGA that was the first one back from lockdown he was right in the thick of the mix basically until the last hole um, so he was right in the mix on that one it's just Morikawa came up and hit an unbelievable golf shot on 16 and made eagle on a par 4 um, and he was literally standing on the tee of the next hole looking back watching Morikawa hit this driver on a par 4 onto the green to like 5 feet and he just turned around and was like well that's me fuck then isn't it game over um, he said in his pre-match interview afterwards, he said, I was standing on the tee and I just turned around and was just like, what can you do? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, what can you do about that? Which is, is fair enough, but he did have chances as well. You know, he's been up there plenty of times. He's had lots of chances to win. The Masters is probably the one that he's most likely to win just because he loves the golf course. He's had plenty of good finishes there. That's why Toby picked him. Mm. But he hasn't played well since. He hasn't played well in further PGA Tour events since the PGA. But big time player. Um, looking very, very, very strong this week. Great pick. Another great pick. We'll move over to me, Webb Simpson, who Toby said was a stinky pick at the start of the week. You want to take that back now, Toby? Uh, no, I'm still going to beat him, so no. <laughs> well, you don't. You still think it's a stinky pick? Well, don't think he wins. I think Justin Rose finishes above him for you. Oh, that's fine he by wins. me because Justin Rose has got the. But got the I mean, jump. he started very well, didn't he? 
playing with my guy Hideki. Um, playing with your guy Hideki. Yeah, he he started really. He just started really solid. Pa- three passes start, then birdie, par birdie. Two under out front, two under front nine. Well, back nine, but his front nine. Then he went birdie eagle, and that was when he when we really and got he's excited. Just, oh, he's just parred in, hasn't he? Parred in, yeah. He had he he missed maybe three putts from inside ten feet for birdie. So I really think he could have been up there with Paul, at least one shot closer, really. But then he did drain like a 30-footer on on nine, his 18th hole for par after chunking it into the... Well, after snap-hooking a shot into the trees and then chipping out and, yeah. Yeah, really good to finish. I would have been I would have been annoyed if he'd finished four under because I felt like he should have been six or seven. So to finish four, it would have been really frustrating. But, um, yeah, I mean, since I picked... So I picked him on Monday and since I picked him, the power rankings were released, which is Toby's like religious Bible. He was fifth in the power rankings for a major. So that's, that's you know, if you're fifth in the power rankings for a major, you've got a chance. He was tipped by Paul McGinley at the start of the week. He was also tipped by Butch Harmon at the start of the week. So, you know, he's clearly, he's clearly a good pick. He's got, the, he's got major game. He was 33 to one, which I think, I think that was probably a fair price to be honest, because he wasn't going in in real hot form. But you know, he's got the you know he's got the... Is he double major champion? No, single. He's won a US Open, but he's also won the players, which is like the fifth major. So, he's won yeah, a lot. You know he's got the... He's won a lot in the last like, 18 months as well. He's one of the... He's one of the guys that's up there every week he plays. So, mm. he's not that bad a pick. Yeah. But... So, five under, I'm liking... Oh, he's two shots back of Paul Casey, tied with Xander Schoflow. Very, very good good start for Webb. Um, I can't complain really at, at T2. Two shots behind you. Slightly depressing that he's two shots behind you. But we like I said, I'd rather Paul Casey won on a personal level um, than Webb Simpson. But Webb's, Webb's in there. Thoughts on Webb, Jack? You you, you like Webb? Do you know who Webb yeah, is? Yeah, no, I, I, I remember he, he won the, his first major a few years back. I kind of He's one of those kind of like for me, he sits yeah, in that like, generic American bubble of like, you know, on the big ones, he's either there or he's not. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes he has a, a really bad day and he's way out the back door or he, or he seems to like really compete and win for some of them. So I, I'd never pick him, but I don't know, yeah. know his form too well, but he's obviously playing really well. Yeah, I think that's that's a pretty yeah. fair assumption of him, really. He's got one major back in 2012. Then he, he previously was a belly putter guy. So when they took the belly putter away, he struggled on the greens for quite a while. Uh, but he's he's found a way of putting now and he's been the last like Toby says the last 18 months he's been hot on the greens and he's won a fair amount um, so yeah informed guy wouldn't be surprised to see him in a major and he's up there and he's up what, what's his odds let's look at who what odds so you've got Paul Casey now has jumped from fit, well we're talking about 365 so Paul Casey now is 18 to 1 mm-hmm. uh, Webb Simpson is at 20 to 1 so Simpsons jumped ten. Paul Casey's obviously jumped massively yeah. from he was like sixty or seventy to one, I think, on Bet three six five. So Paul Casey's jumped right in there. Web Web's moved in a little bit. Um, two great picks. We're gonna have to talk about yeah, two good picks. One and two. I mean, we would have we would have absolutely snapped your hand off for one and two at this position, wouldn't we? Yeah, the start but of then day. if you when you're looking at the leaderboard though. Simpson's got company, like major company, at minus five. You've got Chifole, who made so many birdies. Yeah, and a lot of bogeys. <laughs> um, so he's right up there. And then Justin Thomas, through so, 10 holes, is five under. He was playing. With a bogey yeah. on the card, so. Yeah, he's flying. He's going to get up there with Casey for sure. But just... Uh, I've said this many a time on the podcast that Justin, I've seen shoot great rounds in tournaments and then not continue that momentum through into the next round. So like, you wouldn't be surprised to see, see um, him get right the way up there and then fade tomorrow or stay in tomorrow and fade on Saturday. I mean... It's what, this is what he did at the US yeah, a few weeks back. Yeah. And he was no yeah. way near and it he by wasn't, the end of the week. When we spoke about the when we spoke about the top guys that were under the thirty-one to one bracket, he wasn't one that we fancied. No. But he's flying. 
<laughs> so who did you pick? We'll as see a, with that one. Honestly, I liked Brooks Kepka and he's like two over through ten. So that's not gone. I'm well. still I still think Dustin Johnson is the guy to to beat. He's three under through twelve through nine holes or something like that. Yeah, DJ's DJ's looking good. Kepka's not, but you know, you know, when Kepka gets hot, he gets hot. Kepka's when he's so Kepka's missing the cart, mate. I wouldn't rule him out yet. I wouldn't rule him out yet. Um, okay. Over to over to you, Toby. Your second pick. This is this is the one that I've got to hold my hands up and almost say that I was wrong. Are you because I really didn't think he was going to play well. This week, I'm a massive Tiger fan. I'm more of a Tiger fan yeah, than you are, Tiger. You have not, to admit, you can't even. That. That. I'm not. I've said before, I'm not that big I'm a Tiger huge, guy. I'm a huge Tiger guy, but I engaged my brain this week, and my brain told me that Tiger wasn't going to play particularly well, and he still might not. But he looked fucking awesome today. He looked his best so good. Thursday round ever at the Masters. His first major round in 106 yeah, I mean, rounds. Without a bogey on the card, you had a stat. You had a stat for Tiger, didn't yeah, you, Jack? It was, he, it was like his, they showed his like first round scores on a Thursday and like where he went on to win. And like I think he's only ever shot under seventy like twice. So and today was one of them, and he went on to win that sixty-eight. And then you look at what he's like, where he's gone on to win after scoring seventy on the first day, and it's like tied fourth, tied sixth, tied four, one, one, tied four. So like pretty much, if you shoot sixty-eight on day one, he wins. He's got a sniff. Have you got him on? Have you got him on Sky Beto? Yeah, thirty-five to one. I got him. So, so, I, so that's like if if you're going on historical data, then that's a guaranteed place, like one thousand percent, really. Hopefully, he looked good out there today. He should be really close. He did, yeah. He 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 looked. I said it last week when Jason Day. They they he this. He, when you look for guys that are going to kind of carry momentum through for the week, you you know, he was swinging like within himself really nicely. He looked really comfortable. He looked in control of his golf swing. You know, it, it didn't look any kind of, it didn't look out of sorts in any way. It just everything looked in sync. He was playing. It just looks like he's got more energy than when he's at a PGA Tour event. He just looks, he looks younger. Oh he looks God. healthier. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, and he could have had more as well. He finished with eight pars on the bounce, where he he let he missed ch- he missed chances as well. Poor wedge shot on eight. Um, you know, you wouldn't be. You know, he had the he had the round going there to be up there again with Paul Casey, like like Simpson could have been. Felt bad for that um, so with him. Oh my god! How what an unbelievable experience! I mean, you feel bad for him, but at the same what time, like wow, what a ridiculous yeah, experience! You see that chip on to thirteen. It was probably like a 60-yard chip. And the, yes. The, the river was like, or the lake, or the stream was like, you know, 20 yards and he hit it 15. He didn't even fucking make it. Yeah, he didn't even straight. threaten the stream. <laughs> yeah. He was laying up. <laughs> He's wrestled it yeah, back to one over, fair play to the guy. Yeah, he did. Cracking around. I, I always like it when the amateurs make the cut. You know, that's that's got to be their aim, hasn't it? They've got to be able to just make the cut, make the weekend, play four rounds at Augusta. Take the box, what unbelievable! The first two of Tiger, jeez. Yeah, incredible as as the reigning champion. So, yeah, Tiger looking good. Although you look at when you look at all the historical data and all the stats about him, you know what he, what he shot before and then goes on to win from. The game is very different now, and his game is very different now, mm. and the people that are around are very different now. So, I'm not entirely sure you can read too much into the. Yeah. He's, he's, you know, he's, he's in, I say he's comfortably now. into the weekend now. Oh, yeah. And absolutely. I mean, all he needs absolutely. is to be there at the weekend, and he's going to be in the conversation. So that's all I wanted from today. Yeah, that's true. He's definitely going to be in, in the conversation. And we saw every single golf shot today, which, you know, is always nice when you're kicking someone. It's nice to actually see their golf shots. But it's just, it's a matter of <laughs> right. does his body hold up for four days especially if he's got to play say he only gets nine holes in tomorrow he's got to play 27 holes on the Saturday 
that's when I'd start worrying. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We will see. Right. Um, my last pick, Justin Rose, who had a, a finish. weird front. What a putt. What a, what a last 30 minutes, by the way. What a last 30 minutes for some momentum. So he's three under through nine holes. That's an absolutely fantastic place to be. A couple of birdies on the back nine. You take five under par for the first round. All day long, I'll take that for sure. Rosie was the guy that I really got behind. He was the one that I was... I didn't champion Webb Simpson as much as I championed Rosie. Rosie was like, he's the guy that you know I really like this week. Um, so, yeah, he's looking... Started really... Well, he started poorly. He bogeyed the first, and I was like, oh, Jesus. I, Paul Casey was like seven under in the clubhouse, and I saying to Toby all week about how Rose is a better pick than Paul Casey and he's bogey the first and he's like eight back. I'm like, oh my days. But he's coming with four coming with four birdies, which is nice. But fit the eighth hole, one of the most ridiculous parts I've ever seen in my entire life. So he's his second shot is in the Bundai left. He's knifed it out of the Bundai to like the right hand side of the green. And then he's like duffed his chip and then he's been like a 30 foot of par. And I was like Wow, it just, just absolutely took me for a ride that hole. It was ridiculous. There was some break in that part too. Yeah, there was. And then he's birdied nine as well to get to three under. And I'm just <laughs> clapping. I'm just clapping my hand. It's fantastic. Rosie, you hero. That's his, his glass of wine this evening with his dinner is going to just taste extra sweeter. Ideal. Um, Jack, you like the Justin I pick? I like Justin pick, as you kind of said earlier, like, Proven track record around this course means a lot. Um, I think that's a little, you know, we said we wouldn't mention Bryson, but I think that's where he kind of like lost it a bit today on certain holes, just knowing how to play the yeah. course. Um, and he's been in good form, yeah, for sure. Rosie, as well. I, I can't see him winning it, but I could see him like placing quite well. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I can't, I can't argue. I can't argue with that. Um, he started very well. I'm happy with where he's sitting after nine. I just hope he gets out early tomorrow and makes that couple more birdies, doesn't go off to a slow start tomorrow. Just want him to get up there with, you know, mm. with Webby, with Paul, with Paul Casey. Another um, boy, close the to the last, who had a great start, old Lee. Absolutely. We've got to talk about Lee, wouldn't we? So, it was Lee Westwood and it was a major. <laughs> he loves it around Augusta, doesn't he? Toby picked yeah, him last week on that. Um, for the Houston <laughs> and he missed Uh-oh. the cut. <laughs> so that was interesting. That was peak for Toby. But yeah, sick, around a 68, it's a good round. Um, could have been better. He got it to five under at one point. He got it to five under on the front nine, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he did. He was five under on the front nine and then he made a bogey and, and stumbled stumbled home a bit to a 68, if you can call that, if you can say stumbled home to 68. So it could be better. I just don't see him. But yeah, Lee's, Lee's... Like, he was at minus five, but he's a classic. Like, oh, he's having a good, he's having he's a good Thursday, but you won't hear from him on uh, Sunday. 100 to one, you get 20, no. 20 to one for a payout on a place. Fantastic. That's 100 quid on five each way for a place. That's pretty, that's pretty. Jason Kokrak nearly broke his ankle on the 15th. Did he? I didn't see that. Uh, You know, the 15th par five slopes off the back into the creek. Yeah. Uh, Oh, oh, you broke Lee Westwood's ankle. Yeah, I saw that. On the green, walking off, Kokrak's hit his approach, just flown the green and literally misses Westwood by a few inches. Classy gesture though. Westwood just marks where it went in the water. <laughs> yeah, it's quite funny. I found that quite funny that he, that he, that he did that. Um, right, Tobe. We've mentioned our picks. They're doing ridiculously well. We're one and two after, like we say, around three quarters of the way through the first yeah. round of the Masters. There's one guy though Ridic- ridic- that I feel like I don't know. Thinking about, it, I think he was forty to one, and I just didn't even, I didn't even blink when I looked at his name. But now, when you see him up there, you're like, no brainer pick. And that's Matt Wolf. Yeah. 
How is that a no-brainer pick? It's a Spurs master. He's been absolutely mad. money at the last two. Like he's been up there in both. But we spoke. And he's like, flying again now. We spoke for like third. He's flying again now, but he'll shoot ten over tomorrow. That's incorrect. That's just like what are you basing that on? <laughs> basing that on what he how he's performed in other events. That's where he's been just streaky. And it's the, it's the mark we we spoke for how long in the first episode about about how you need experience around here to compete on a Sunday. It's his first one. I think he's a different breed, though. It's the same as Morikawa. What? 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 Why didn't you? Pick I'm him saying, that's what I'm saying. You, you I'm were saying, thinking about Morikawa. Like, obviously, that is a factor. What you're saying, but Morikawa was in the was in the same position, apart from he's won a major. So surely you'd pick Morikawa. But he's not playing well. But it's easy to say that now because Wolf's flying. But I really, I re- you know, you know, he's. he's well, he's I guess what I'm saying is well. he's the guy Can't. that I'm like surprised. I, sh- I feel like I, I should have I given thought him more him. thought. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Oh, that's that's a fair comment. That's a fair comment. Adam Scott is four under through ten, and he was thirty-five to one. Ricky Fowler three under through that eleven should've... looks good. He was in my list. He came out. Yeah, my it does spreadsheet. look. It does look... <laughs> Where's he the did. other power rankings? <laughs> nowhere, power rankings nowhere on the power Tuesday, rankings. So I never have the power rankings pre-podcast. So <laughs> Chapman makes that up, basically. Well, no, you did before we started the podcast. You literally based all your picks on the power rankings. Don't lie. And say oh, you, you didn't. And I used you to did. actually win some weeks back then. And then you tactically put the podcast on a Monday, so I don't have them at my disposal. <laughs> right, Toby, let's talk. You know, we've been over our picks. We obviously have more bets on. I want you to talk about your what, my betting. You know, I'll, I'll give you a few minutes, a few minutes to talk about the rest of your bets. Well, you don't really need to scroll too far down the Start. leaderboard because got the top three. There's a chap <laughs> at T five who I've got. Beans on. You can't say that. What? Ja- say that. Japanese person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's absolutely. He on. quietly went about getting himself a four under next to Webb Simpson. You've been giving me shit all week yeah. about that pick. No, Toby, I've been giving you shit because you picked the two people that you wanted to pick in my opinion, had no shot at winning the tournament. And I don't like that. That's frustrating. Yeah, well, I think everyone's heard oh, that. Great, I, 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 <laughs> so, yeah, the great... Let me let me add. Great, fantastic for a place. I, I, I never said they wouldn't be up there at Sunday. Said they probably would be up there at Sunday. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I really, really, really don't think it. they're going to be getting um, But minus four, great day. And then I've got Finau, who early on I thought, was heading for a miscut, lots of bogeys on his front line. But managed to get, he made four bogeys today and he's still at minus three. Eagle out of the bunker. Yeah, um, silly. But he needs to cut those bogeys out if he's going to stand any chance. But that's all good. And then my only other bet I've got on is Molinari, who even through 10 is level five. The meatball. He's got a <laughs> the meatball. I'll win seven hundred and sixty pounds if Molinari wins. He's not going to win. Um, how much for Willett? So yeah, I, right over to me. I've got the meatball as well. Um, I've got the meatball. He's level par through nine, so it'd be nice to see him with a couple of birdies in to finish off his final round. Get a couple under par. That would be lovely. Um, I've got my resident Asian pick, Siwoo Kim, who carded a beautiful round of 70 minus two. Um, very solid all day. I think he had one bogey. Yeah, one bogey and three birdies. Really solid. Love that. Love that pick. Uh, I got him at 150 to one, so I'll win something. I think like 900 and something if he wins. Um, he won't win, but maybe a place, maybe a late place. Who knows? Um, that's really optimistic, <laughs> by the way. Um and my last one was I have one oh I have Danny Willett as well, who's like level past. That was a waste of money that bet. I have Danny Willett because I know, but I, I watch Sean Foley. Oh, so oh let's, talk let's talk about Sean Foley. So let, let me at least say what I was gonna say first. So Sean Foley is 
coach of Danny Willett and he always uploads these down the line videos of Danny Willett and and he just looks so pure every time he 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 just always looks so good and I fall for it every time I'm like wow he looks money and he was 251 so I just literally couldn't say no to that um so I think I'll win like a grand if he wins but he's not gonna I mean he's even through 11 you know you never know he could place he's obviously got form around the Masters he's won the Masters before he's not playing particularly well coming in I just couldn't say no to 251 the video of Sean Poli right that's nah I didn't put money on Bubba he was 30 to 1 it's not enough money for not enough money for me and luckily as well because his head was absolutely gone today wasn't it they've all got mud balls you can't moan about it so uh, yeah Another thing, another thing that I'll say, when it comes around to major season, I get more emotionally invested in the tournament. And I not only do I pick people to win, but I also heavily pick people to not win. So it like backs myself right into a corner. So not only am I rooting for players to do well, I'm also playing, praying that other players don't do well so that I don't make myself look like a mug. Jason Day being one of them, two under today, not bad. Um but I haven't been as brutal this year because I haven't been like, oh, they're not going to play well. I've been like, oh, they might. They, they, they could place, but they won't win the tournament. So I've been a little bit more careful. But Sean Foley, neither of you know who he is because neither of you are particularly well-versed in, or maybe well, I'm just me. too... I'm more of a golf nerd than both of you. 100%. Sean Foley is the coach of Justin Rose, Cameron Champ, Danny Willett at the moment, numerous other guys as well. Uh, people on the LPGA Tour, Lydia Ko on the LPGA Tour, multiple major winner over there on the LPGA. So he's a big. He's also coached for uh, numerous seasons. Tiger Woods, the greatest, literally the greatest player to ever play yeah. the game of golf in a lot of, in a lot of people's opinion. So he is like I would almost go as far as saying he's like if you're going to compare him to football, he's one of he's like the Pep Guardiola, maybe maybe not the Guardiola, or maybe he's the Jurgen Klopp. He's you know one of the top mannered top coaches in the game of golf at the moment. And <laughs> so coach of Justin Rose at the moment. So Justin Rose, who I picked for the podcast this week, one of the points I wanted to make was earlier on in the year, they split very amicably. They just split. They, you know, they stopped working with each other. Basically Justin Rose didn't have a coach. He was going on his own form dipped, didn't play particularly well. Now he's back working again with Foley. So I was like, Hmm, that's interesting. Maybe if he's back working with Foley, that could be another point that's, you know, maybe Rose is going to play well this week because he's back working on, you know, it's a very, very, you know, maybe having a coach, I don't know whether it will make an impact, won't make an impact. I think it's got to have a positive influence. You know, he's had all this success with Foley in the past. So I put up a kind of a lighthearted story saying that because I didn't put it in the podcast, put it on Instagram and I tagged him and I said, and I, it was quite a lighthearted jokey post. I said, if you did like something like, oh, if I said basically said that, and then I was like, oh, if you didn't need any more reason to, or let, or I said something like, let's go cash money Justin or something like that. <laughs> like something, something joking about that. And he replied to the story saying, please, can you take this down? Hey, Rose. I was like, Sean no, Foley. not Rose, Sean Foley. That would have been better if Rose did, but Foley, yeah, Foley responded saying, please, can you take this down? I was like, oh, I didn't really know why, what he wanted. I did, maybe I thought, I thought maybe he was anti-gambling, and that he didn't want to be associated with the reason that people were putting their money on Rose or something like that. I don't really know, but he yeah. So he said, "Please, can you take it down." So I replied saying, "No problem. Didn't mean to cause any offence. Um, good luck to you and all your players this week." <laughs> Thinking this is weird. Like, why is he? Why is he? I didn't even think he'd see it. Never mind, respond. Uh, of which he then responded saying, thank you so much, guys. Um, I just didn't want to be... I, uh, the players were great on the PJ Tour before they met me. Um, so I don't like taking any credit for why for why they're great now along those lines. So quite strange, but also quite humble in a way. Was, yeah, yeah, I, yeah it, it was a bit weird, but I wouldn't have asked for it to be taken down myself. But... Obviously, a humble guy, and it's our first, first famous, famous definitely a famous name. Famous, famous nibble. He's nibbled at our story, irony. which is good. We've caught, we've caught some bait. We've caught some bait, boys. 
interesting one. But you know, we'll see. Sean Foley's obviously no, he didn't follow. What 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 baffled me was he's obviously at the Masters this week. Like he he's probably sitting in the clubhouse at Augusta replying to my my story about cash money Justin. It's like <laughs> what's what's going on there? That's a weird one. We made it big time. Right. We've made it big time. Toby, is there any um, let's talk day. about Rory McElroy. Rory. Let's talk about Rory McElroy. I don't even know what he what he is. He's even part. Okay, he's so he's no by no means out of it, but he was chopping it, wasn't he? Yeah. That's okay. They love bunker shots. Bunker I have shots, not right? seen Rory McIlroy like sink a putt on TV for maybe six years. When did he win the Open? <laughs> that is a ridiculous point. It's true. I know, I know what Jack's saying. Like inside like two feet that isn't a tap-in. He's more... No, he's more likely to miss okay, those yeah. than he is the longer ones. Yeah, like I just honestly, every, I haven't looked at a putt with him putting over it and thinking, yeah, it's got a good chance going in this one. He changes putter so much as well. Yeah. So like every week he's got a different putter. Yeah. Yeah, I just he's he's just got like the jitters now, isn't he? He just like he's known to be the guy that misses putts. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't particularly look good on the greens. He doesn't. He looks out of sync in He's general. He looked out of sync, guys. you know. I thought what Irons, Denny he looked said out of sync for sure. Sums it up though. He said, "Does Rory give a shit anymore?" He wipes his ass <laughs> with fifties, and I feel like maybe there is an element of truth <laughs> to that. Like he kind of, it's just not. Is it that? Obviously, he wants to do the Grand Slam. Everyone he, wants him to do the Grand Slam, but does he, like, he's come out before in press conferences conf- conferences, and said, like, why do I need to win another major? Like, it's not going to change my life. So I don't yeah. think the passion is there. As this is true. Got, the younger guys or the guys that haven't won one, they just want it more than him. He does look quite yeah, passive. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, very passive. Very passive. I think the only but thing he's that not out of it. keeps him going is more the he wants to. He doesn't like looking like one. Not like he's not the best. Yeah, he wants to like yeah. look good more than he actually cares okay. about the trophy at the end of it. Butch, Butch Harmon came out like Butch Harmon is so good in the commentary. By the way. Um, he adds so much value to that Sky presenting team. He was talking, I, I don't know if you remember, but I, I was absolutely glued to it. He was talking about um, some time that he spent with Rory because Rory's coach couldn't get into the US because of COVID and stuff like that. And I thought it was so interesting him talking about, you know, the kind of positions that this is, again, me being a bit more of a golf nerd and understanding a bit more about the golf swing, but they were talking about the positions that, you know, Butch would like to see Rory get into and the problems that Rory was having in his golf swing currently and right now as he was playing at the Masters. I think that's unbelievable to have that kind of insight on the on in the commentary. Someone that's actually spent time with that kind of a kind of player he at some few, point. And made a few comments yeah, about I thought that was as well, which I found quite interesting. Yeah, well he's coached so many of the guys out there, hasn't he? Ricky Fowler as well. He's quite, he's, yeah. That's what I find. He was just not holding back. Yeah, he did. He, did, he, did. he slagged yeah, Tiger's he hairline off as well when he took his hat off, didn't he? <laughs> and uh, what was it? Um, Nick Doherty was like, "You're the only one that could say that about Tiger Woods." Like, everyone, if anyone else said that, they'd get absolutely slated, wouldn't they? They'd get slated. Right, we've been rambling for quite a while now, but I want to. Um, do you, you're you're. I know Toby's a Barstool guy, Jack. Do you do you pay attention to anything that happens at Barstool over in the US? No, I know you were out in the US man. for a bit, but not a Barstool band. Anyway, right, Toby, you um, have, you, you know that Rico Bosco mm-hmm. guy that does all the American Madden. football stuff. He uploaded a video. Mm-hmm. You, you do know him, yeah? He uploaded a video of his Masters bets, and honestly, they were they were they were bad. But there was one that was just. One of the bets they had in there was just absolutely horrendous. I had to mention it, and it was he bet that the winning score would be minus four or or less or higher because 
and his justification was that the there's been rain, so the course is soft, so the, the scoring is going to be higher. And I was like, so he basically said that the scoring was going to be the winning score for the week was going to be minus four or less. And he's paid. He's paid. That's a, sh- a shock. And his justification. And his justification was that the course is easier. The course makes it easier for the players. It brings the, makes the fairways wider, and it means that they don't have to they judge bounces on carry, the on the greens. I was just, I was, yeah, I was honestly, I was baffled. I was like, this guy clear, like this guy clearly doesn't really watch golf. He's pretty sh- shocking. He's just been, gambling you know, he does the American football stuff. He just, <laughs> just puts a lot of bets on. Yeah, it, yeah, that that particular bet, I was like, that's. Uh, abysmal bet I predicted the winning score to be around minus 16 that was the number that I was like that's why I think it'll be just a guess I think if you're looking at everyone's near a 20 near a 20 yeah potentially potentially right let's finish to finish I want one guy who you haven't bet on so far that's impressed you today and you think's got a chance of winning on Sunday so someone that you know, you didn't, you haven't looked at pre-tournament. That you think, yeah, they've they've got a chance this week. Toby, I'll put you on the spot first and give Jack a little bit of time to think. Who impressed Ooh. you today? That 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 you didn't bet on pre-tournament or say, I really like this guy. Oh yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I would go either JT or I really like Justin Rahm. Uh, Justin Rahm? John Rahm today. He made three bogeys and managed to shoot a three under par to keep him right well within the tournament. And I didn't think he had his best stuff today. So I was impressed with how he how he managed to somehow end up with a three under round. Rahm, DJ. So him... Shoot out still. It still could, yeah. And obviously, Justin Thomas is four under through nine, and we gave him absolutely no attention at the start at the uh, start of the week. So, um, also Jack's pick, Jack's pick, Louis Eustazen as well. We didn't really mention him at all, and he's featuring. And I don't really know why we didn't mention him because he has a lot of major pedigree. Um, right, Jack. I, I said one name there, didn't I? And I mentioned I three, two. but yeah. You know, I think if Tiger was five or six but, under. I'd bet on him tomorrow to win just because once he's in the lead, he never really seems to give it up. Uh, I think tomorrow... What is he? 18, he's 18 to 1, to yeah, one now. He had a few, if he was leading or like out of that next pack, I think he'd win. Um, otherwise, I think JT, I think he looked class through 10 holes today. Like he just looked like he was hitting the yeah. playing a different field to most of them. Yeah, he did. Yeah, um, I'm just looking at the odds quick, and you can still get Ricky Fowler at 100 to one. By the way, six so his odds have gone down, start. even though he's four under through ten holes or whatever. Yeah, no, he's three. Is he three under ten? No, Sorry, Ricky Fowler. Yeah, three under. That might be worth. That might be worth dabbling. Even though I slagged it in the first in the first episode but anyway right that um i reckon we've been going for an hour we said we we're going to do 30 minutes we've been going for an hour um toby you've got any closing there's just closing so many thoughts? guys there but it, i'm yeah. excited for tomorrow because it's a pack it is yeah it's a packed it's it's a packed field so yeah this is our first round round review we're going to be back tomorrow uh, reviewing the end of the first round and hopefully the full uh, range of the second round. Um, Jack, did you have anything more you wanted to add? No, I'm excited to uh, excited to see where those guys finish up after round two, after round one. Sorry, when they finish up, it'll be interesting. Yeah, interesting. It'll be interesting yeah, to see where everyone's positions are tomorrow as well. Thank you. Thanks a lot, mate, for giving up your time and coming on after the, uh, I know it's quite late now. It's about five to mid, five to 12 now and watching all the coverage and stuff no today. Worries. Appreciate you coming on, mate. And um, obviously we'll get you back on if one, if you, one of your picks gets the dub at the end of the week and you yeah, can gloat about it to everyone. On the next week's episode. <laughs> nice. Perfect. 
<laughs> right. That's uh let's leave it there then. Let's leave it there, right? We will um we'll be back tomorrow for another for time nine, episode nine point two. See you then. With Nick Homewood, yeah. Nick will be back. We didn't speak about his picks, we'll save it for tomorrow. So yeah, back with Nick tomorrow. Sure. We'll see you then. Peace out. Cheers, guys.